Welcome to Ways to Love Your Money. I'm Elizabeth Dawson, and we are in season five. It's been an amazing season so far. We have a gentleman who's a CPA by the name of Chris Hervishon, who's going to be on the show today, and he works with marketing agencies as well as creative agencies, and uh, he specializes in a, in a certain way to create higher rates of return. Well, I want you to stay tuned. We'll be right back for the show, and I don't think this is one you're going to want to miss. Are you ready to upgrade your relationship with money? We created a free cheat sheet to help you discover the seven hidden costs sabotaging your financial success and what you can do about it. Click the link below to get your free copy. Welcome back to Ways to Love Your Money. We've got Chris Hervish on here, and he is a CPA that works with marketing and creative agencies, and I can't wait to hear what that's all about. It's business owners more than likely. So Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks so much for having me on. Looking yeah, forward so- to it. So tell me about these marketing and creative agencies. What is it that that's your sweet spot that you work with clients? Yeah, so our sweet spot is marketing and creative agencies, somewhere between three and 10 people. Um, generally, they're going to run three quarters of a million to five million in revenue. And we really run a gamut as far as um, in that space. So marketing consultants, advertising agencies, design agencies, web agencies, uh, those types of businesses. So what made you design your practice around that? It's one of those things that really just kind of fell out of the sky. My okay. second, <laughs> yes, yeah, so my second client um, was a creative client. That's going back about ten years, and then I had the, the business that I have now is you know started as a side hustle. So, okay, uh, when I went full time, my second client was a marketing agency. My third client was a PR agency, and when I went full time, I knew that I needed to develop a niche, and that was just a natural fit, right? So. They're service-based businesses. There's no inventory. Uh, they lend them, themselves to automation, which is something that we um, we are heavy into. Mm-hmm. And generally, they're just fun people to work with. So worked out. Well, so so where do you become the expert in their world? You're a CPA. You're, you're driven by data. Um, so how do you basically get their profit and loss report or their rate of investment return to make it actually even sing brighter? So one of the things that we do is we meet with our clients on a very regular basis and we do the, the bookkeeping. We will deliver the reports, the, all the, you know, the accounting reports, balance sheet, um, P&L, cash flow statement, and we'll actually talk through those. Okay. So a lot of the times what happens is, you know, the accountant or the bookkeeper will do all the bookkeeping, they'll prepare all the data, and then it's just kind of one of those, here you go things, figure sure. it out. Yeah, we actually sit down, we meet, we tell the story about what's going on. And we track whatever data sources that, that we have in the agency that makes sense in order to make the financial data make sense with the operational data and you know mm-hmm. ultimately drive deeper insights. Well, I think it's important for business owners to know that they need to have someone that really specializes in the work that they do. And I think that that's probably something that you bring to the table. For sure. We, yeah. yeah, two things that we hear all the time are my CPA doesn't get back to me or I don't know what he does. And <laughs> yeah. they don't understand how agencies operate. So those are really the two boxes that we're trying to check off by working with agencies. So what are some of the core principles of accounting practices that you work with your clients? What are some of those things that would be takeaways for your client or someone listening to this podcast around the country? Uh, what would be their takeaways of how you would want to run your uh, business more profitable and get it ready to sell? Well, the first thing is to realize that financial data isn't scary. So we try to break down that barrier first. It's not scary. It's okay for us to sit down and talk about it. 
Um, your head's not going to explode. Nothing's going to catch fire. I promise. So that's that's <laughs> the, that's the first piece. The sure. second piece is cash flow. Mm -hmm. Understanding cash flow. Um, the third piece is strategy. The, the two things that we see uh, our successful clients do really, really well is they have a clearly defined strategy that they stick to, that they revisit on an ongoing basis, and then manage and measure cash flow. Okay. Without a doubt, that's the first two things that they do. Well, I think it's important too, because so many business owners or people in general don't have a, a good knowledge of how tax returns work. So it sounds like you spend quite a bit of time with your business owners to, um, to have them have a better understanding of how all the, all the reports and tax returns work. Correct. So the first piece of tax advice that I always give, and it's the best piece of tax advice that I can give anybody is to read your tax return. <laughs> and it's, and it's simple, but it's, that's the best thing. If you can actually sit down and read the tax return and understand where the dollars are coming from, where they're going to, why things are where they are, um, that's the best place to start because it's, it starts with questions. Everything that we do revolves around questions. Sure. Accounting is all about questions, answering financial questions to move a business forward. Mm -hmm. um, tax returns are about questions too. How do we have an open dialogue about how your tax return actually works. Strategy is all about questions. Um, the basis of everything is questions. So if we can break down those barriers to this isn't scary. So when I send you your tax return, you don't just need to sign off on it. So I file it and just have it be done with. And you just want to know, am I getting money back or not? Um, sure. If we can go another level to, oh, well, you know, I see that X, Y, and Z happened last year. And, you know, what, what is this? Why is that? Then we can have a deeper conversation, but it all starts with questions. So do you help them with the questions to ask? Because I think the majority of people are kind of overwhelmed when it comes to their tax returns. You know, business owners are, you know, uh, they're working hard for their money and they're usually redeploying it back into the business, but taking some income for themselves as well. But do you help them with those questions that they should be asking? Yeah, we try to guide them along that path. Um, you know, when we deliver a tax return, the first thing we always say is here is the result. So do you owe money? Do you need, um, are you getting a refund? Sure. Where is it, you know, where is it going? How do you pay it? Those sorts of things. What's your marginal tax rate? What's your effective tax rate? Uh, then we can start to play around with, you know, the difference between the two and, you know, how we can bring down your effective tax rate. Cause that's really the one that matters. What changed from last year? That's, that's always a, a great place to look. Um, mm -hmm. For sure. our, our business owners that have S corps and partnerships, what is your basis? What's your current basis? What's your, what was your basis last year? What changed? What does this mean? What does it mean from a distribution perspective? Um, if there's any questions that clients ask proactively, we, we answer those. Um, and then things you should be aware of. And that's anything as simple as we couldn't deduct X, Y, and Z, and here's why, all the way up to, you know, direct deposits coming in two days or, <laughs> or three days or, or whatever, as soon as we file, you know, that sort of stuff. So that's really where we, where, where we take it. And then, you know, I always provide next steps. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. You, you brought something up that I think is important to bring up because most business owners have no idea about what their cost basis is of their business. And that has a huge role in the sale of the business. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about how a business owner or a partnership, how they would actually identify what their, their cost basis or their value of their business is? So the value of the business and then the basis in the business are going to be, are going to be different things. The value is going to be the, the value. So what you can sell it for is going to be derived uh, from a couple of different factors. Number one, how profitable is it? Yeah. Number two, how risky is it? And then what is the growth rate? 
So the thing about the growth rate of the business is that you're never going to get paid for future growth. It just, it doesn't happen. So, I mean, I could say that my growth is going to be 20 X next year. You're just not going to get paid for it because it's one of those show me things. So really when we're talking about the value of the business, what we're trying to do is make it more profitable. So get a bigger benefit to the owner, which is where cash flow and, and things like that come in and then de-risking it and de-risking it can mean a whole host of things. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the basis, um, that's a much different calculation that is a a tax-based calculation and that's going to determine hey if you know here's a good example if my basis in my business is a hundred dollars and if i take 120 out of it what happens well you're going to have a 20 dollars capital gain so you Mm -hmm. need to pay attention to basis to make sure that you're not taking distributions out of the business that are going to be taxable at the end of the year those are the surprises that happen like oh well you know my basis was only 5k this year but i ended up taking 70k out of the business because i had a loan and there was cash in the business and i just needed to go pay for my kids private school and that sort of thing um well that's going to be a taxable gain and then you're going to get a bill at the end of the year and it's going to be well what happened that's what happened so proactively asking these questions before you make huge financial decisions that's a huge thing i um totally recommend that all of our clients do that but as far as basis in the business and then value of the business, different things. Sure. Well, I think that that's so that's so relative because the entrepreneur out there is they're just they're just basically getting to a point where they're building their business, they're growing their business. It sounds like you start with some younger businesses, and um, even from our conversation before, you said that your average clientele what was the age again? Uh, Twenty-five to forty-five. And so I'm sure there's a lot of innovative, different you know ideas out there that they're coming up with. And you're following through with it because uh, one of the jokes I always have here is we're not professional advertisers, but you're working in that creative space that is working with a professional advertiser. So um, it's it's a very different age right now. I mean, people are working from home. Um, innovation's happening from home. Uh, there used to be jokes about Bill Gates, you know, coming up with the ideas in his garage. I mean, there's so many different things where we're kind of almost full circle and back to that. So uh, how would you suggest like a, um, a up and coming business owner, how they would actually track their cost basis? Do you have any suggestions or any questions that they should be asking themselves? Cost basis or tax basis? Um, I would say probably cost basis and tax basis. We have two different things, right? Uh, right. But you know what they're taxable. I mean, obviously if they're investing in their business and they take out more than what they invested in their business, then obviously we have a tax. But um, so many business owners, and they've even gotten to places where we've had several business owners that have sold their business in the past year or two, uh, where they're looking at the capital gains of that business and they go, gosh, I didn't realize that I had so much of a capital gains and that the taxation was going to be so high. So again, like what you're saying, I think is not making it a surprise, but to to have uh, the right questions to ask. And I think the majority of business owners out there today don't know the right questions to ask. Yep. I think that's spot on. Um, so tax basis, first thing to know. And so here's one of the things we see a lot. If you've got K ones where you're, you know, a partner in a, in a business, or you have some sort of investment partnership or or something like that, make sure you're tracking your basis in those investments. So those are businesses that you own a part of, but maybe you're not necessarily operating inside of them, or you don't have any sort of operational control, or you're not involved in the day-to-day, those sorts of things. Make sure you're tracking your basis in those the question to ask there is to ask your CPA whenever they're they're filing your tax return and just ask them every single year when you get your tax return back that's the question that you need to ask from a perspective of a business that you own and that you operate tax basis um, make sure that you're asking a, a similar question but make sure that you're asking your accountant or CPA who actually does the books and who's probably doing the tax return as well 
Are you tracking this? What is my current basis? Um, and then just know, like, what's the difference year over year? So that's one. Before you go and take distributions, mm -hmm. ask your CPA, what is my what is my basis right now? How much can I take out? Like, don't just do that willy nilly with, just don't do it willy nilly, please. <laughs> <That's terrible. laughs> um, now, as far as the a basis, lot more work for you, I imagine. Yeah, and it's always a surprise. Yeah, it is. And the work comes from having to break bad news that mm -hmm. the business owner didn't expect. It doesn't necessarily come because we got to run all these like huge, huge calculations and it takes a ton of time. Like if you're working with a business owner on a consistent basis, you I mean, you can update these things fairly quickly. It comes from, well, how do we break this bad news to the client, which we never want to do. Um, yeah. So that's part of it. As far as the value of the business, it's just tracking you know, it's paying attention to your financials. It's asking those questions. It's having somebody that you can have ongoing conversations with about the operations of the business. And a good question to ask every single year is if I sold my business tomorrow, what would my capital gain look like? Because you have to plan for that. Right. Um, if I sold my business tomorrow, what, what would the capital gain look like? If I sold my business tomorrow, what would I do with the money? Mm -hmm. So it's always good to have a financial advisor. It's always good to have a CPA. They should be an, an attorney too. They should all be in the same room, probably at least once a year. They should all know each other. They should, they should all have their contact information. So if you go to your financial advisor and you tell them that you want to do something crazy, the financial advisor calls the CPA and says, hey, do you know about this? And vice versa and those sorts of things. Um, but those are the quite those are the three questions I would ask, you know, the, um, the accountant or the financial advisor on an ongoing basis, set yourself a reminder, ask those questions. Do you have a success story that you want to share? Um, success story that I want to share. Uh, we've, you know, yeah. So COVID being what it was all of last year, every single one of our clients with the exception of one had a, um, a record year, which if you had, if asked me 14 months ago, yeah. what is, you know, the next year going to look like? I would have said, holy cow, it's doom and gloom. Probably half our clients are going to be out of business. And that just wasn't the case. And the reason why is because we were proactive. We provided uh, proactive advice to our clients. We sat down with every single client. It took two weeks. We had a conversation with every last one of them and we gave our playbook. It was like, I think it was a five-step playbook or something like that. That's great. Uh, but just giving that proactive advice and having uh, the vast majority of our clients be so successful, I would say that that's, that's our success story at the moment, or our best one anyway. Well, I think that's kind of a, a comfort zone for many people because no one had any idea what last year was going to bring, even coming into this year. And uh, it, it was such an unknown, you know, this time last year, I think, still for so many people. Uh, that's that's wonderful to hear that your clients became so much more successful through a, a pandemic year that we've never ever experienced in our lifetime. You know, my goodness, what what a wild what a wild ride it has been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In last March, you know, we're in the middle of tax season. We basically put a pause to our tax season. We said the U.S. economy, let alone the worldwide economy, has never been shut down for any period of time yeah. ever. Totally shut down. We don't know what to expect. So we think. And, at the, and I don't, you know, I don't know if you remember, but at the time it was like, oh, well, this is going to last till May. Oh yeah. It was just, oh, 30, two weeks and then 30 days. And then it's like yeah. six months. <laughs> yeah. right. And so we said, all right, if it's going to last till May, let's plan to get through July. If we can get through July, we're going to be fine. So yeah. that's the planning that we undertook. It was 150 days, whatever that works out to. I know. I, I don't think, I think everyone is still, it's almost like a traumatic experience. A lot of people don't even, you know, they, they've kind of distanced it from their mind and, and it was something they don't really want to totally remember. But some people, like you said, have had incredibly successful years from it too. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, we're lucky to be, you know, as well off as we are, <laughs> I think. Yes. 
Well, I asked you earlier on if there was something that you wanted to promote and you said you have something of a digital book. So how can we, how can people, if they want to find you or get this digital book, how can they find it? Sure. So betterwaycpa.com slash data-driven agency. And the book is Scaling the Data-Driven Agency. And it's basically a step-by-step guide to taking the financial and the operating data that you have in your business, merging the two, and then using that to scale your business. So you're doing it in a data-driven way, not just in a way that's kind of pulling at straws all the time. Well, I think that sounds like every business owner needs a copy of that. That sounds great. That sounds great. It'll apply to any business owner. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time and expertise and knowledge with us because we could all use a little bit more help when it comes to our tax planning, especially our business owners out here. So um, if there's something creative that you want to find out through the work that uh, is done here, you know, please reach out to us. We'll make sure you get connected. And again, stay tuned. We'll be back with closing comments of the show. And again, it's been a wonderful joy to have you on the show today, Chris. And it's a uh, uh, it's a pleasure to to hear all of your suggestions and things that people in, in business should be looking out for. Thanks, Elizabeth. I appreciate it. It was a good time. Well, take care. As a thank you to all of our listeners, I would love to offer you a complimentary consultation with me, Elizabeth Dawson, and just click on the link below and you can schedule that time to meet with me. Take care. See you soon. Well, I think Chris gave a lot of insight into this whole story about how do we actually measure how we can create a cost basis of our business, uh, a taxable basis of our business, how cash flow should come in and out if we're creating any kind of taxation. Um, These are questions we should be asking ourselves, and I hope that you will get his digital book. I think it'll be a powerful piece. We're going to get our copy. Uh, that's for sure. And what I want to go here to is is an audience question. The audience question here is, where can I minimize my taxes as a business owner? Well, I mean, Chris just kind of told you about quite a few things, but at the same time, I think there has a lot to be said about how we work with business owners and uh, mitigating taxes is the number one, you know, driving force for for a business owner to be able to keep as much of their profit because we're we're working hard, we're building our our business, we're building profitability, but then at the end of the day, if the government's going to take half of it, um, are there any kind of strategies that we can create um, to to possibly put monies away that the government would normally take? Uh, it shouldn't just be based on building a business and selling it. it. Should be based on building a business and selling it, but also having some money put aside along the way. So we talk about something called a defined benefit pension plan. Uh, majority of pension plans today don't really exist with big corporations anymore. But now for the small business owner, it's a great tax mitigation strategy where you can put a lot of the government's money away for you for a future date. And not only can you have the sale of your business when you sell it, but you can also have this bucket of money that can create retirement income. And along the way, you've been actually mitigating tax. So it's a win-win all the way around. If you want to hear more questions and answers about that, please give us a call at 619-640-2622. would love to chat with you about it. Again, if tax are on your mind, tax mitigation is all about the strategy of making it happen. So again, you can send your emails and questions to us at questions with an S at Elizabeth with an S Dawson.com. Take care and we'll see you at the next show. information provided in this show is for informational and educational purposes only. This show is not investment advice, nor is it intended to address the financial needs of any particular viewer. The opinions expressed on this show are not intended to be an endorsement of any particular investment strategy 
or service of any other kind. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned throughout the show. Before acting on information in this show, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular situation and strongly consider seeking advice from a financial advisor.